Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Woo What Where podcast. I'm your host, Cass McCabe, manifestation and movement coach. I'm so happy you made it here. This is a place for unconventional conversation, a place to question everything and be open to anything. This podcast is a space for discussion surrounding personal development, health and well being, spirituality, and ultimately the pursuit of joy. I encourage you to stay open minded and discerning while we explore all things woo. Let's go. Okay, full disclaimer I have started recording this episode and deleted it um, at least three times now. (laughs) Um, I'm so excited for starting this podcast and what this means and what I get to do and like hitting this goal that I've wanted to do for so long. But it's also a little bit daunting and a lot overwhelming. And I'm sure everyone can relate to feeling this way at some point or another. But that's a big part of what I want to talk about on this podcast is doing things that scare you, taking messy action, doing things before you're ready, pursuing the things that light you up, even if it's scary, even if it's easier to not, even if there are 10 other things that you could do before doing this so you can avoid doing the scary thing. So just to preview what I want to go through on this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about who I am, why I'm here, what this podcast is going to be all about, and then I'm going to kind of go through like my spiritual progression, getting into the woo things, and then I'm going to tell you a little story about something I accidentally manifested um, that I actually didn't want. So as you heard in the intro, I decided to name this podcast the Woo What Wear podcast. And I had like tossed up a lot of other ideas, but this name came to me and it has a couple different meanings. Um, I'm a really curious person and I always have been. It's funny when I was little, I would go on long car rides with my dad, like eight hours in the car. And he would, he told me that I would just basically ask him questions the entire time. Like, why? Why? And then what? How? And so I want this podcast to be a space where I get to continue to ask questions and talk to interesting people and learn about new things and discover and scratch that curiosity itch. And for this to be a place for my listeners to come and for it to be a resource for new information, new perspectives. I want this podcast to be a place where you leave feeling inspired, interested, educated, empowered. And I want you to know that you can always decide if you want to take something or leave it. This isn't somewhere where I want to convince you of thinking a certain way or believing a certain thing. 
I just want to provide information and content and let you decide what you want to do with it. So the other sort of side of naming the podcast was like this idea of a woo girl or like being excited about things. And I think it it comes from the show How I Met Your Mother, or at least that's where I think it was popularized. And one of the characters goes to a bar and she finds out that like one of her friends from school is a, air quotes, woo girl. And then they like go on to describe what a woo girl is. It's someone or a group of girls who, when they get excited about things, they're like, woo! And they are like making fun of them. And it's like embarrassing to be a woo girl. And I'm like, fuck that. If you're excited about something and you're passionate about something, fucking woo about it. Like, obviously it was dramatized in the show and they were being really obnoxious and whatever, but it's this like old idea of putting people down for the things that light them up. And I just want to encourage people to do whatever they want to do and this comes down to authenticity and being who you truly are and being allowed to express yourself and being allowed to be excited about the things that you truly love and I want to create a community of people that support each other and build each other up. And I want people who come here to know that you get to own your woo. So I guess maybe it kind of comes down to two of the main themes of the name of the podcast are asking questions, getting to have uncensored conversation, education, information, that side of asking questions, and then also the excitement, inspiration, and authentic authenticity part of woo okay so now that I've covered that I think I'm going to get into who I am and then kind of take you through like my spiritual evolution or progression if you will so my name is Cassidy McCabe you can call me Cass I am in my 20s (laughs) I'm turning 29 in December Okay, so as I was thinking about my spiritual progression or spiritual evolution, the kind of earliest thing that I could think of that kind of stood out to me as a spiritual experience was back when I was in probably like maybe grade four, my mom and her friends would go on the spirit board and it's similar to but different from a Ouija board it's like this um has like a clear glass circle and then it has like all these symbols and letters um in a circle and you say like an opening prayer and you put your fingers on the circle and then the idea is that the circle starts to move or like a spirit is moving the little glass circle and sending you messages or speaking with you and I remember watching her and her friends go on the spirit board and like thinking that it was so cool and so interesting and wanting to participate. And I remember them being like, nope, like you're not allowed to go on it until you're an adult or whatever. Um, So I feel like that was kind of one of the very first, I have one now, by the way, Um, one of the very first kind of spiritual things that I encountered as a kid. 
And then as I got older, when I moved away to university, um, one of my best friends and my roommates, she started working at a salon. Shout out to Jenna Ray, JR. And it was called Hybrid Hair and Detox Spa. And it was like an all natural salon, so cool. And the owner was a very spiritual person and brought in a lot of like unique spiritual practices into the salon. And we both started getting really into like crystals and we got the crystal Bible and started like looking at the meanings of different crystals. And in the salon, they had like different sort of energy um, techniques or practices that you could get from different people. And they always had like really cool people coming to the salon to do trainings and just part of like this overarching, really cool spiritual community. And so, I mean, even as a kid, I was always like picking up rocks and shells off the beach and um, what you would call a crystal kid. And so that was sort of one of the branches into spirituality. And then through JR and her working at that salon, we had an opportunity to take Reiki level one. So we did this course. And if you're not familiar with Reiki, I could, I'll do another whole podcast episode on Reiki one day, but it's basically um, an energy treatment. It's an ancient Japanese energy treatment. And you use, you work with the chakras of the body to get energy flowing and relieve blockages and it's really cool so we did our reiki level one and then eventually later on we did our reiki level two and by the way i went to university for kinesiology so alongside starting to embrace um these spiritual practices i was also studying a very scientific very um, Western anatomical field. So it's kind of interesting. Um, and I feel like this is sort of still how I like to view things. Like I, I just want to say and like preface that I do love science. And I think that there is so much that Eastern and Western practices have to offer. And I, choose to be open to both and get the best of both worlds and not shut one out in the name of the other and not have to be divided into one of two categories and actually that's the perfect segue for my next experience which was my yoga teacher training program so once I had graduated university and during university even I started practicing yoga specifically hot yoga and I absolutely fell in love with it it was like the best thing ever I started to feel more connected to my body my breath I started to realize that you could move your body in a way that wasn't just for punishment you could move your body in a way that wasn't just to manipulate or try to lose weight or try to change your body that movement could be an experience and I was practicing yoga regularly for oh, a couple years, maybe. And I started to think about wanting to 
take a yoga teacher training program. And it was just sort of like in my mind, something that I wanted to do. And I thought about maybe going away and doing like a a week immersive um, program abroad or something like that. And then honestly, one night I was just thinking about it and I just Googled it like yoga teacher training programs near me. And I saw this program through Queen Street Yoga and it just stood out to me. And so I looked into it and it was, they were running the program starting in like a month and it was like way past the deadline to apply. And I was like, ah, shoot. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send an email and just, you know, who knows? So I did. And the instructor got back to me and was like, we actually have one spot left in the program. If you can get your application in and get a few classes in at our studio, we can consider you for an enrollment. And so I like literally like the next day, um, submit, submitted my application and went to the studio, signed up for a couple intro classes, um, just because they want you to see if it's a good fit, see if you like their style, etc. I absolutely loved the studio. It, it's amazing. Um, and I secured the last spot in the program and I started like a few weeks later. And instead of doing like a week jam-packed course, this yoga teacher training program was amazing. Like I, I, again, I'll probably have to do another whole episode on this, but it was about, I think it was, well, about a year, but you do one immersive weekend a month. Um, and it's just such a better way to complete your program, in my opinion, because you actually have time for the material and for the learnings to sit and you have this time to grow and you're not rushing through it. Um, anyways, so halfway through the program is when COVID hit. And so then the program had to go online and then we sort of met outdoors a few times. So that's why my timeline of the program is a little bit fuzzy, but it was such a profound experience. I learned so like what I went into it thinking I would learn about was how to teach a yoga class. And I came out with an entirely new worldview. I learned about so much more than yoga. I learned about um, speaking and listening and sharing authentically, listening from the heart. Um, I learned about cultural appropriation and body neutrality and trauma-informed language and how to hold space and so, so, so much more. But that was definitely probably the most impactful experience that I had. And it really, I really stepped into a different version of myself from um, taking that, that training. And I totally manifested the last spot in that course. But I didn't even know that I was doing it because it was, it wasn't, I wasn't practicing intentional manifestation at this point. Um, it was just like a non-conscious, um, manifestation. 
So I finished my yoga teacher training course. There's still a lot of COVID restrictions going on at this point. So I'm just teaching online through Zoom to friends and family. And then I had an opportunity to virtually teach young kids um, for their gym class while they were at home. And I did that quite a bit. And then I had a couple opportunities to do like PD days for um, teachers. And I did a wellness week um, seminar for a university and just stuff like that. But this is all, like I said, all virtual still because COVID's happening at this point. And during COVID, I had been in and out of work a bunch because I work in a high-end restaurant and we kept going into lockdown and coming out of lockdown. And it got to a point where I was like, okay, if we, I think it was the fourth lockdown. And I was like, if we go into one more fucking lockdown, I have to get a different job. And sure enough, we did go into another lockdown. And so I was like, okay, time to get another job. And I had worked in healthcare in the past as a kinesiologist in a physiotherapy and chiro clinic. Um, So I knew that I could turn to that need be. And so I started to see what was kind of available in that space. And I applied for a job as a rehabilitation therapist for people with brain injury. So I ended up getting that job and I'm still currently working as a rehab therapist. Um, I do also work as a server during the evenings um, because of course, once I got the second job, then we didn't end up going back into lockdown. So now I do both. So alongside this time, um, I think it kind of started during COVID when I had more free time and I was going on a lot of walks and having a crisis every day, um, <laughs> I started to hear about this term manifestation and it kind of came into my bubble and I was like, oh cool, what's that? And so I'm a huge podcast listener myself and I was like, okay, I'm going to find some podcasts on this. And the first podcast that I found was um, Julia Martin's Dream Your Life podcast. And I started, I put it on Um, one day on a walk and I just started binging the whole thing and I was like holy shit I'm the conscious creator of my reality and I just remember feeling like this idea of using manifestation and specifically using intentional manifestation was so empowering I think during COVID a lot of us felt like life was happening to us we didn't have a lot of control over circumstances And it didn't feel like we could do anything about it. And there was um, some truth to that. And so hearing about this and learning a little bit more about the laws of attraction and just how to implement these mindset techniques and how to raise your vibration and just knowing that these things existed and there's proof and people using these principles and using intentional manifestation felt so empowering. So like I said, I just started to go into a deep season of gathering information and educating myself on these topics. And the more that I searched, the more that I found, I found so many amazing people and coaches in this space. And 
just, it was a huge realization to me and it really changed my perspective on life. And I started implementing these intentional manifestation techniques into my own life and I started seeing results. I started using um, gratitude practices. I started journaling more. I started um, practicing embodiment, um, writing letters um, as my future self. And I just started to feel a lot happier and a lot more fulfilled and a lot more in control of my life. And like I was in the driver's seat again. And one of the things that I did was start to use manifestation and mindset techniques with my brain injury clients at my rehab therapy job. I had been primarily using movement techniques with them, physiotherapy, um, like yoga, stretching, stuff like that. And of course, like breath work and meditation and kind of dipping toes into the mindset stuff in that way. But I started to practice intentional manifestation with my clients. And that's when I started to see massive results. And that was kind of like a holy shit moment. Okay, this is real. And that's when I started to realize that I was like onto something. And I mean, I think we know that mind is body and body is mind, but we forget. We often separate the two. And when it comes to healing our physical body, we don't focus on the mental body and vice versa. And so that was a really important realization that I had. Okay, so by the summer, I had been binging everything I could get my hands on in the world of manifestation. I started following a bunch of people in this space, a bunch of different coaches, um, a bunch of different experts in this area. And I started to write in my journal, I think I'm ready to invest in a coach. I kind of had this realization that a lot of the people that I followed had sort of followed this progression of getting into the space, learning everything they could, and then wanting to up level. And I was starting to think about wanting to um, become a coach. And with the experience I'd had with my rehab therapy clients, I was like, okay, I know that I want to combine all of my expertise and this was really eye-opening. Okay, how am I going to do this? And so I, like I said, started writing my journal being like, I think I'm ready for a coach. I think I want to look into investing in a mentor. And it was in July. I woke up one morning and I had had a dream. And in my dream, Julia Martin from Dream Your Life podcast was in my dream and it was basically like we were working together and I was like woke up I was like oh that was cool and that day she had released a new podcast episode so of course I go listen to the episode and at the end of the episode she's like so I'm opening um a program a three-month program and it's for aspiring coaches and I'm going it's a coaching certification slash like learn how to start a coaching practice. And I was like, okay, 
that is really weird. And immediately in my gut, I was just like, I have to do it. And I, it's funny, I even like in my head knew exactly how much it was going to cost without actually like having the conversation. Um, so I reached out to her immediately and I ended up getting like an awesome early bird discount and I started this three month program and it was shout out to Julia, the best thing that I've like ever done. I loved it so much and like it was such a, an amazing program and it was so cool to have a coach and to invest in myself and to trust in myself and to show up for myself in that way. And I poured my heart into the program over the three months and now here I am recording my first podcast episode. I gained so much clarity and that's where Julia really helped me to figure out exactly what I wanted to coach in. So that's how I came up with my title as manifestation and movement coach. And I think it's pretty unique. I haven't really seen a lot of other coaches in um, combining these two things in the way that I am. And this is a beginning for me. And I'm just, I'm so excited to be embarking on this journey. And it's funny because on our last final coaching call, um, we went through some of the stuff that I said at the beginning. And one of the things that I said that I was most excited for was my podcast. And it's pretty cool sitting here in real life with my podcast, um, equipment, recording this and just being like, okay, holy shit, it's happening. I'm fucking doing it. And I feel like I'm just trying to get this intro episode done and out of the way because I'm way more excited to have interesting people on my podcast and share all the cool shit that I can't wait to talk to you guys about. So to wrap this first episode up, I want to tell you a little story about something I manifested that I didn't actually want. Yes, that happens. So what it was, was being accepted into teacher's college. So I had applied for teacher's college um, at the university that I went to, Wilfrid Laurier University. And it's a pretty, um, let's say, prestigious program, really hard to get into. And so I put so much time and effort into my application and I got all these amazing references and I journaled on it and I was like, you know, very committed and I got accepted into the program that I wanted to get accepted to. And once I got accepted, I could feel it in my gut. I almost wish that I hadn't gotten in because I didn't want to go. I did not want to go back to school for two years and I I don't know if I want to stay here in Waterloo for another two years. It felt so wrong in my gut. But everybody that I talked to about it was like so happy for me. And I remember talking to my partner, Al, his mom. She works at the university and she was like, that is such a hard program to get into. Only like 30 people get into it like congratulations and I felt I was so torn and I felt so like almost guilty in a way like uh that I 
got into this program that so many people want to get into and I didn't even want to go. And although my friends and family are so supportive of me and like always, I've always been encouraged to do what I truly want to do. I could feel this sense of like everyone wanted me to do this almost. And it definitely was like a super safe option, right? Teaching is an amazing career and like I can't even imagine how hard the work is. Um, My parents are in education, but it wasn't for me. And I also had this like fear of, okay, what if I don't go and then I regret not going, you know? Um, And the reasons that I think I was like thinking about going to um, become a teacher was for the wrong reasons, you know, like there's things that are appealing, like um, safety, salary, holidays, pension, and those things are amazing. But I don't want to be a teacher. I don't want to go back to school. I am trying to manifest time and location freedom and financial freedom. And starting out as a teacher, the money isn't great. And so I was like, I just, it does not feel aligned. And I made the really tough decision to not go. And you know what? I actually have to say, my grandma, Grandma Bonnie, she was the one person like who really stressed to me to not go if it wasn't in my heart. Everyone else is kind of like, yeah, like, you know, like you can, you don't have to go if you don't want to, like do whatever you feel is right, but you you should go, <laughs> kind of. Um, and yeah, I just, it, I really appreciated that my grandma was like, I, I could feel the truthness in her telling me like, make sure that it's what you want to do. And so I didn't go and I'm so happy I didn't go because instead I was, if I had gone to teacher's college, there's no way I would have been able to afford, um, my coaching course. And I don't think I'd be sitting here recording this podcast right now. I would actually, I wouldn't be, I would be in class and I felt so much relief when I made the decision not to go. Um, I mean, there's still a little bit of fear, but I, I really feel like I'm on the right path and what I'm doing feels so aligned and I'm really excited for what the future has to hold. Okay. So the point of my share of something I accidentally manifested was just to remind you that You are living your life and you have to do what you want to do. You have to do what's right for you. You have to do what's in your heart because you're the one who has to wake up in your life every day and live it. And why do something that's not aligned for you? And I want to encourage you to really tune into your body when you're making a decision. Notice how the different options feel in your body. 
you will probably already know the answer based on that. And you need to remember that you have the power and access to intentional manifestation. You can create anything that you want in your life if you choose to. And I'm going to teach you how on this podcast. I just wanted to say thank you to every single person who took the time to listen to my very first podcast episode. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. I love you. And if you want to connect, I've linked my socials on this podcast episode. I have launched um, a couple coaching packages and a program. So check out my website and we'll be in touch. Thanks. Thanks.